0: Hello and welcome to The Context. I am Nivedita Varadarajan. On the 20th of January 2021, Joe Biden took the oath of office to become the President of the US. In 2020, Biden won 81 million votes in the presidential elections. thus the most votes any presidential candidate has ever received and he beat the incumbent Republican Donald Trump by 7 million votes. He declared that America was back and promised that normalcy will return. But things have not turned out so well for him and his approval ratings have sunk to new lows. Only 41% of the people approve of him while 52% disapproved. As he completes one year in office, let us take a look at some of the hits and misses of the Biden presidency so far and see why 2022 is a crucial year for both Biden and the Democrats. Biden's presidency actually started off with a bang. The US started to roll off vaccines to all of its citizens and people could get their shots within a reasonable time frame. He was also able to provide some economic relief to the public and the caseload started to reduce. But as new variants emerged, the administration could not stop the rapid rise in cases. His administration also was not able to finalize key policies like providing free testing kits and these delays have hit the public. Another matter of concern is that the administration hasn't really dealt with the economic issues arising out of the pandemic. Inflation and unemployment rates are high and supply chain issues have impacted Biden's ratings. Biden has actually acknowledged that the pandemic has left Americans exhausted and demoralized but insisted that he has outperformed expectations in dealing with it at a news conference marking his first year in office. He said and I quote, Some people may call what's happening now the new normal. I call it a job not yet finished. It will get better. Unquote. Biden's foreign policy has also become a major issue. He came to office trumpeting America is back, signaling to both allies and adversaries that the days of Trump's America First policy were over. But he has followed through on some of Trump's most controversial policies. Chief among them is the Afghan withdrawal. He stood by the August deadline to withdraw troops from Afghanistan and end the nation's longest war. Biden pulled out troops even though top military commanders, allies and experts urged him not to do so. The move to withdraw is not a bad one, but it was poorly executed and the Taliban was back in power even before the American troops withdrew. Biden is also following Trump's playbook on Iran. In 2018, Trump withdrew from the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action popularly known as the Iran nuclear deal, stating that the agreement was rotten. He said at the time, and I quote, We cannot prevent an Iranian bomb under the decaying and rotten structure of the current agreement. Therefore, I am announcing today that the United States will withdraw from the Iran nuclear deal. Unquote. Iran, for its part, has stopped complying with the terms of the deal and is working to improve its nuclear technology. The Biden administration, through European allies, is seeking to return to the 2015 nuclear deal, but there has been no major headway. If Trump withdrew from the deal to sully Barack Obama's legacy, Biden's failure to show any progress in returning to the talks is a disservice not only to Obama, but also to himself, as he was one of the main architects of the 2015 deal. The future could actually look pretty bleak for Biden in another aspect. The US has a frosty relationship with Russia, and the tension in Ukraine is not helping matters. The Biden administration is pressing Russian President Vladimir Putin to reduce the current troop buildup in the Ukraine border, and some experts believe that if the situation doesn't clear up soon, there could be a possible US military intervention in that region. Domestic issues have become the biggest problem for Joe Biden. He wanted to reform the police system, enhance voting rights and reduce inequality when he came into office. Unfortunately, he has not been able to convince legislators to agree and pass key bills. Again, he started off with a bang. In March 20, 2021, a $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package was passed. After that, he could only pass a $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill that funds transportation, broadband connectivity and utilities. He failed to get enough support for the Build Back Better bill, which has elements like child tax credit, paid family leave and universal pre-kindergarten, which are all popular with the working classes. Biden couldn't even convince his own party members and make them pass the bill. Democratic Senators Kirsten Sinema of Arizona and Joe Manchin of West Virginia blocked the bill and now it is in the back burner. He has also not done much to reform the healthcare sector even as the pandemic rages on. Not passing these legislations has really hurt Joe Biden. So, where does this lead us? All of this has brought us to why 2022 is very important for the Biden administration. There will be a midterm election later this year in the US and data suggests that the ruling party will take a beating. According to 538, there were 19 midterm elections between 1948 and 2018 and the President's party has improved upon its vote share in the House just once. Since 1994, the President's party has lost the National House popular mandate in 6 of the 7 midterm elections. The Democrats will go into the midterms with 222 House seats, just 4 more than a majority. If history repeats itself, the Democrats will easily lose the House in November. This will be a huge setback for Biden, who is already struggling to pass his legislative agenda. This will also set the stage for the presidential elections in 2024. Biden might not run for office again and Vice President Kamala Harris would have to lead the Democrats. The problem is her transition to office has not been smooth. She is in charge of handling some really difficult assignments like immigration and voting rights and she hasn't really delivered. A recent survey by The Economist and YouGov shows that 39% are favourable to Kamala Harris while 54% are not. Losing the midterms could put a full stop to the Democrats' agenda, be it voting rights, immigration, climate change, gun control or abortion. And this will have a huge impact on the party's performance in the general elections. Subscribe to our podcast and be sure to follow us on social media. The links are in the description box. Until the next time, this is Nivedita signing off.